Hey everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast, October 26th, Halloween edition. This is your free Facebook preview. This is Don, seconded by Brock. Hey. And Justin. Hello. And Womp Womp, we have no Ken this week. Again, because he, he is doing married stuff and being a nice guy. Well, we don't care about our families, and we just do whatever we want. So, this is our Halloween show. Man, is it a good one. So, you're going to want to stick around for all this Halloween action and all these Halloween comments throughout the whole show, sprinkled in with some movie news and all the other good stuff. So, let's see what we got. Justin here did some did some notes for me. Uh... Yeah, you got all kind of different little crossover stuff here. A lot of different news. X-Men news, Marvel news, MCU news. A lot of TV shows. You actually have some toy news for us. Yeah, I do. Nice. Um, we have a big story. Oh, my God. And we have a visitor. Oh, it <laughs> smells like shit in here. Hey, we're recording! <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that was Sabra just <laughs> walking in on the free preview and screaming out, out loud. So <laughs> the whole world needs to know that I, I'm sitting in the office farting, and now everyone, the whole world, eight people know that. Thirteen, come on. Thirteen. And we have some, some news in the wrestling world. We're going to talk about Roman Reigns. Uh, and what's going on with him. So there you go. Head on over to SoundCloud to listen to the This Office Smells Like Shit edition uh, of our show. There you go. I'm glad we're not there. You know, I'm alone. I had Taco Bell. What do you want me to do? You know? No one's, Taco in, Bell. no one's in the office. I wish everybody could see how big your two faces are. Because now to get the sound to work, I have to use a fucking TV, 32-inch TV, so we can get the volume off it. And it's just giant faces and mustaches and beards staring at me. It's great. So, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Brock, what's your costume this year? I actually don't have one yet. You don't? I'll have to go into the archives and grab something. Like that tight-ass Ninja Turtle outfit that you wore that one year? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the fatter now is even better. It was so tight. It was nut-hugging and everything. It was really in there tight. Camel toe, every all other kind of toes, elephant toe. There's so much stuff going on. It was tight. How about you? You're not dressed up as anything, right? No. no. You should definitely no. dress up as, like, a cop and, and answer the door. Oh, no, the lights at this house will be turned off for trick-or-treaters. Come on, you bah humbug. You're not going to pass out candy? No, my mom hasn't done it in years. This neighborhood is... They literally bus kids into this neighborhood, and there will be somewhere between 500 and 800 kids. So what? You're the fucking worst. Get out there and pass out some candy, damn it. You didn't no. even hand out candy at your house in Pittsburgh. Now you're still not handing out candy. No, I'm not spending $1,000 on candy. You don't have to spend $1,000. If you'd spend $1,000 on strippers, you should spend it on candy for the kids. You prick. I'm a jerk. 
I know. What a jerk he is. Like, he, he puts this thing out that he's nice, and then the kids come, and he's like, fuck you, kids, and your nice costumes. You get no candy here. I'm calling the police. I don't know what there's, for. There's plenty of other houses in this neighborhood that will give out candy. They don't need it from me, too. Did you two shut the lights off in the house so no one knows you're home, too? Yeah, the TV will be on, but that'll be about it. <laughs> Just hiding out. I have to run out to Hooters for wings. I don't want anyone to see me. <laughs> Actually, that's a really good idea. <laughs> it's always a good idea. Justin, what's your best Halloween costume you've ever done? I know this is a good. I know what you're gonna say, but what is it? It's the um, Mad Hatter. Your Mad Hatter. You're proud of yeah. that. That's that's the one that I put the that I I put the most work into, and I thought for someone who has no like sewing ability or makeup ability i thought i i thought that was a pretty pretty damn good costume good. It was it was it was all um thrift store sourced and homemade except for the hat and the wig that was the only thing i bought everything else was made so i was proud of that yeah brock how about yours i was proud of my bane costume that i got about three years out of yeah because it lifts and separates it does. It's amazing. Brock wore a singlet, and every time he had the singlet on, he would tell everybody that it lifts and separates. <laughs> and that's why he looks so thin in it. <laughs> How many times do we hear it lifts and separates? Like a million times. A million times. It also held my hernia in place, too. Yeah. It was a good costume. I think, I, I don't even, I think mine was probably my Zorro costume. I had, I had like, the, the real hat, the mask. I had a real sword, which, you know, when you get drunk and you're 24 years old and you have a real sword, it's a dangerous thing. Man, that's even more dangerous than the cap shield. The cap shield was dangerous. I don't know if I've ever told that story on there. I made a cap shield out of a tabletop piece of wood, and I and I painted it. It's, it's in my basement on the wall, and it was solid, and I just was drunk running at people with it and it's not good it's not good to hit people with it it's not good to throw it and and, and cause things like that zoro i was swinging that sword around her like he's gonna kill someone you gotta get that sword out of his hand you know it was always like dawn had a weapon how uh how's the costume for this year coming oh it's so bad i'm trying to be batman for my halloween party and I just came to the realization that all the Batman masks they sell now are for people with not a big fat face. So I can't, I, I can't get my fat face into a Batman mask at all. So I bought one online from eBay. And um, there was like, you know, this is Dark Knight Rises mask. It's real cool. Extra double X. I put it on. I couldn't even get it down over my head. Like I couldn't get it over my head. So I had to cut the back of it. So that, like, the back was out a little bit, and I pulled it on, and when I finally got it over my face, my face looked like it was, like, exploding out through the mask. You know, it was like, cheeks were pushed out, my eyes were bulging out. I couldn't get it off, so I just had to stick my hands under the chin strap and rip it off to get it off of my head, because I was panicking. Uh, how much of a waste of money was that? That was about 25 bucks. That's yeah, right. not awful. In the toilet. That's not awful. So I don't know. I don't know what the hell to do. I might just wear like a kid's mask and just be like, hey, his outfit's, his cape, my cape's going to be cool. That's about all I'm worried about. I have a cool cape, but I look like an idiot up top, you know. I'll just take, the mask comes off anyway at a party. You know how it is. Yeah. Just wear like a Nightwing mask or something like that. 
What's your worst costume ever, bro? Oh, I don't know. I've had some bad ones. That Ninja Turtle one we talked about? Yeah, that was awesome, though. <laughs> it was great. Uh, all those terrible plastic ones with the rubber band masks when we were kids those are horrible the vinyl what were those called they had a name didn't they the box ones yes we talked about it once on the show before I think we even talked about because Ken had the Megatron one (laughs) where like the body was a picture of the person you're supposed to be instead of like Plastic mask. The plastic mask. Like, I had the Gene Simmons. It was just, like, fake hair, a white face with a plastic tongue, and then a rubber band around it. And then the outfit was, like, a picture of the band Kiss on the chest. <laughs> 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 it wasn't like One, I think, this was, was the only one I can remember was Batman. Batman, they actually did the Batman chest, though. It did. Yeah. But it was plastic and hot and terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. It was just a plastic sheet over you. It was horrible. Like a sauna suit. Yeah, just walk around, sweat all night. And then it would get cold when they get dark out and you'd be freezing in the thing that you were sweating in an hour earlier. How about you, Justin? Worst costume? Uh, worst costume, I think, uh, back in the day you're mad when hatter. I was working at... What? <laughs> I said you're mad hat. No, no, no. <laughs> Back back when I was working at Matrix, um, huh? I uh, we always had to work Halloween, so I couldn't dress up. But I went I went to a party uh, around Halloween on a night that the club wasn't open, and I just wore my work uniform and went as a, a club security guy. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. <laughs> that's pretty. Terrible. I just I just thought of another good one though from when I was a kid. Um, do you guys remember the the McDonald's Moon Man? Yeah. My cousin made a paper mache moon man head and let me borrow it to go trick-or-treating one year. And that was that was pretty cool. Good. Another bad one I did once was uh, Superboy from like the early 2000s where he just wore the black t-shirt with the red ass on it. And jeans. And jeans. Yeah. <laughs> I, one year. That's original. Mm-hmm. It was very comic accurate, though. It, it is. is. Very, yeah. Seems how I dress like that a couple times when I wear my regular Superboy shirt. With the red <laughs> symbol on it. Um, I went a Space Ghost one year with like a store-bought costume that didn't fit. It was pretty horrible. My huge head with the black tight Space Ghost thing on a horrible yellow cape. It was pretty awful. It was so bad, I think it just tore off me by the end of the night. It was just hanging off. It was bad. Anything where you're cold and you have to wear a sweatshirt underneath, and then you, then you look yeah. all disheveled, you know, because it's too cold, you can't wear your real outfit? Well, that was, when I was a kid growing up in the icebox of America in Bradford, PA, that was, you had to, you had to pick costumes based on whether you could wear winter coats under them or not. <laughs> hey, who are you? I'm a Ninja Turtle wearing a big giant coat and a hat and gloves. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a turtle under here, though. I can I can remember a number of thanks or yeah Thanksgivings, uh, Halloweens where we had to like we were trick or treating in snow. Yeah, that's bad. What are you drinking? Ginger ale. Oh, no booze in there. No, not tonight. Not tonight. No booze in on the podcast tonight. No. All right. Um, 
while I was thinking about that, I just, something just popped in my head here. It's not Halloween related, but I wanted to tell you guys. We, you know the you know the YouTube video that we did where we talked about casting the X Men. Uh huh. Yeah. Have you seen any of the comments on there? No. Because the video's I back to look. Recently. The video's done pretty well. Some guy commented and he was like, "I was excited to watch this podcast because I love finding new channels on YouTube, but you guys don't know what you're talking about." He's like, "The amount of times I heard in that show where someone says." Hey, who? Uh, what about this person? And the rest of you go, I don't know who that is. And then you guys go, I think they were in that movie. I don't know, that one show. He's like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. You have no real information. You can't do material. You can't do a show where you don't know what you're talking about. Just laid into us for being lousy planning, not doing it right. He's like, you obviously have some chemistry, but I, I, I don't know. You know, you just don't seem to know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. Right. <laughs> So my right, right. my response, I kind of wanted to like lay into him, but then I was like, "Hey, well, you know, thanks for checking it out." And I said, "You know, this is just sort of how we talk to each other. We sort of our co- comedic riffs back and forth. Justin knows stuff. We don't know who it is." He's like, "Yeah, that's good. Maybe I'll give it another chance, but do some do some research." <laughs> People on the internet telling us we don't know what we're talking about. And I can see by his smiley face that he's reading it right now. Yeah, as we I'm speak. Going, I went and looked at it. <laughs> it's pretty great, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good it's one. Good, con- good constructive criticism. Yeah, get your shit. <laughs> he didn't just say gay. <laughs> but the thing about it is, most of that's Ken's fault. <laughs> that's true. Because Justin will be like, uh, this guy's name is this, and I, and, we'll, and me and Brock will be like, uh, who's that again? Oh, okay, yeah, we heard. I'll be like, I don't know who that is. You know, just like, <laughs> dismiss it. Never heard of him. Well, Ken never, didn't even give any uh, he did, yeah, yeah, he did nothing. He did no homework for that one. That one got some news. We let him pick. He ruined it. He ruined our, cred, our street cred. That's right. All right, well, let's jump into a movie topic here. Justin, you have... A movie, the number one movie topic on here is what? So the new Halloween uh, sequel that just came out, I think it's Halloween 2018. I think they kind of they called it. Yeah. Um. It uh, when it was when they were first leading up to the the release weekend, um, they were speculating that it might actually top Venom and take the highest grossing October opening weekend ever, and it came close, but it didn't pass it. So. Uh, but it did set a couple of other good, cool records. Um, 77.6 million opening weekend. Um, it's the second highest October release ever. Um, it is the highest horror film uh, week opening weekend with a female lead. And the highest movie with a female lead over 55 ever. So Jamie Lee Curtis is the lead in the movie. Um you know, it was some uh, some pretty good uh, pretty good money it made that weekend. Did any of us see it? Uh, I have not had a chance to get out to it yet. I do kind of want to see it, um, but I don't know if I'm going to make it to the theater to see it or not. Um, the movie's really good, but the movie the, uh, the the ending is disappointing a lot of people. So you oh, saw really? it? Yeah. Isn't it just the same shit over and over again, though? That's what they did. Now, I, I might be wrong, and this guy will yell at us if he's watching this one. He surely isn't. Yeah. I guess they threw out all the other sequels, and then this just happens like after 
like the original Halloween. This is just like whatever Halloween it's, it's years later. Yeah, it's 40, 40 years later, I think. So they threw away <laughs> Halloween H two O and all these other ones that they did. Yeah. I, I don't like that. How can you just throw all that away? Uh, the X Men have done it several times. <laughs> Halloween three was the best. Why? That it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> It didn't even have Michael Myers in it. It was about this company that was making these Halloween masks that were possessing kids and oh, stuff. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah, I remember the part. Oh, yeah, yeah. That happy, happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Jeez, remember you're that? pretty good at that. Thank you. That's all I remember from the movie. I don't know. I've watched him a couple times. I never really was a big fan of Halloween in general, so, you know. I remember it was a big deal when Halloween H2O came out. That, that was a big deal. However fucking long ago that was. 20 years ago. Years ago, now. The yeah. slash doesn't really hold up anymore. It just doesn't age well. No. I, and I've, I've, never, I've never been a big fan of slasher movies. Um, I, got, I got traumatized by... Uh, I want to say it was Nightmare on Elm Street 2 when I was like 6 or 7 um, and I haven't enjoyed slasher movies since. I don't think slasher movies work in today's environment. Like if you think about movies like Friday the 13th, you know, where they're stuck up at Camp Crystal Lake and no one can save them, everybody's got a cell phone now. Like you just call someone and you know, there's too much like technology makes those films like like dated to me. You know, like they're they're running around and can't they can't someone's coming after them but you know everybody would have a cell phone you just call them and say oh okay you know what's the problem or what's going on people aren't actually that stupid in real life either yeah people aren't stupid people are smarter you know they kind of dumbed everybody down that every idiot was a moron back in those days in those movies yeah it was all it was all the same formula if you were a um, jock you were an idiot yeah if you were hot, you got killed having sex. Yeah, you were dumb having you were having sex and you were dumb. Where it's just like that isn't what kids are like nowadays. That they can't relate to that shit, you know. What'd you say, bro? I said uh huh. <laughs> I said oh, clever insight. Oh. <laughs> nowadays, it's like you have to do these like, you know, you have to get deep with the horror and the and the suspense. I I, I think horror movies in general suck. So stay tuned on YouTube where we do our better, our most scariest horror movie. After I just said horror movies stink. All right, next. What do you got next there, Justin? Uh, WB has removed Mark Wahlberg's $6 billion man uh, remake, reimagining, whatever you want to call it. Uh, okay. They totally removed it from their release schedule. So we're not going to get to see Marky Mark. I was I was more I was happier to put this on the list when before I knew Ken wasn't going to be here. Ah. But yeah. So I was actually kind of interested in seeing a modern day take on that. Um, really? I I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It, you know, I, like I said, a modern day take on on that story. I think they could do something kind of cool with it. Not necessarily Mark Wahlberg, but. Um, <laughs> I, I just I think feel like some... with so many superhero movies out and all these other things that do, like, what's the big deal about a guy that's, like, strong and can run? Like, yeah, it's just Captain America or Superman, you know? like. Yeah, but it was, it, he was bionic. Is that, is that yeah. was the thing. 
So and they've done robot stuff, you know, like yeah, yeah. That gadget. Yeah, that movie to me would feel very like like I would know how it's gonna go. Like okay, they spent all this money to make this guy bionic. Someone hacks him and turns him evil, and then they create an evil version of him. It's like so stereotypical that like you know. Unless okay, they, you're 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 ruining it for me. I don't care anymore. Unless they gave him his horse. <laughs> Remember, he had oh, the one guy had a horse, a bionic horse. Oh yeah. To never yeah. fucking understood why you need a horse if you can run if you're bionic yourself and you run so fast. Why you needed a horse then that was bionic? You know. Uh, I guess he just needed a companion. Yeah. And six million dollar six. The thing it would have to be like six trillion dollar man. You know what I mean? Well, it was six billion. Six billion. All right. So petty cash to Disney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Next. Okay. Speaking speaking of Disney, nice segue. Um, uh, apparently, Disney is not allowing uh, other Disney franchises to make fun of each other anymore. Um, there are reports, and I don't know if this has actually been confirmed, but other than the fact that the joke was removed, Wreck It Ralph two, Ralph breaks the internet apparently had a joke about Kylo Ren being a spoiled child or a petulant child or something like that, and Disney made them take it out of the movie. Mm. It's pretty stupid. What the hell do they care for? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so apparently Disney doesn't have a sense of humor. Apparently. Alright. Uh, moving on, Brian Cranston... Uh, still apparently campaigning to be Mr. Sinister. I don't understand uh, this one at all. Why does he have such a hard-on to be Mr. Sinister? Of all I don't know, people, but I've been, hearing about, I've been hearing about him wanting to do this character for a couple years, and again, now with all this stuff coming over to, to Disney and Marvel, um, apparently he's opening his campaign back up to try and get cast as the character. Hey, I love Mr. Sinister, but why don't we just try to straighten out the X-Men first before we're worried about... Sinister and all this other stuff. I don't think he'd be a really good Mr. Sinister, though. You think he'd so? That. Oh, yeah. He'd have to be in a lot of CGI, because he's old. Yeah, but he's got the right voice for it, I think. Yeah. I think it was, it'd be great. Yeah, and he's not really that big of a guy, and Sinister's a big dude. I could see him... <laughs> I could, really? Well, I mean, he's pretty imposing looking. He's not like a... He's big. He's muscular. You know what I mean? They would they'd CGI him up. I could see. I could see him walking around doing flashbacks in London when he's Nathaniel Essex. You know, nice, cool kid. Nice pointy beard and a hat and then all that stuff. Like when he was, you know, stalking people back in his those days. Sinister's cool. I wouldn't mind Sinister. They've always teased him, but they've never done him. Uh, yeah. They um, which. Which movie was it where they had the, the, the briefcase at the end with his company's logo on it? I think it was um, the last one. Wasn't it the... Deadpool had a reference to him, too. Deadpool had a reference. What was the last X-Men movie where Wolverine breaks out to help the kids? Uh, was it... Apocalypse, right? Apocalypse, no. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, right? Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just watch that. Yeah. And at the end, they had that Essex people show up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and Deadpool 2, he was Essex, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Essex House or whatever. The Essex House. 
All right, what else you got? Uh, some Marvel, some other Marvel news. Uh, Frank Grillo, the actor that played Crossbones in um, uh, Captain America: Civil War, I think, yeah. um, has confirmed that Crossbones is coming back for a flashback in Avengers Four. Okay. So I'm surprised they let him say that. Um, they've been so tight-lipped and jagging uh, Mark Ruffalo around for you know releasing tiny little things, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm in the movie. He's coming back in a flashback." <laughs> I don't think Disney releases anything they don't want out. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Probably. I think they let some stuff go just so other stuff. And I'm so sick of that Mark Ruffalo Russo brothers shit where he's fired. And they're firing him, and all the idiots online are like, why are they firing Mark Ruffalo? I'm like, he's not really fired. They're joking with each other because he's releasing stuff. Stuff he's allowed to release. Yeah, yeah. People just don't get jokes. Although he did call the Hulk thing. He said that. He said that eight months before Avengers came out, that he said, Hulk's afraid of Thanos. And everybody like was like, shut up, Mark Ruffalo. And that was true, so you never know. Yeah, yeah. Mark Ruffalo's an idiot, is what I think. He annoys the shit out of me. I hope he's listening. He just... <laughs> I'm sure he is. Dumbass. He, he just gets excited. Can't keep his mouth shut. He's annoying. I wish Ed Norton would have played the Hulk. I can't stand Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. Yeah, but Edward Norton's an asshole. He's a great actor, and I like He was character. so good as Banner, though. He was the best Banner, I thought. Eric Banner was. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. No, Bill Bixby was. <laughs> All right, what do you got next? Uh, next on the list, uh, Alexander Skarsgård, uh, Eric Northman from True Blood, uh, has been added as the lead, apparently, in Godzilla vs. Kong. Well, that's good. Good for him. He needs some Yeah, acting. he's a good actor. I like him. you going to be a vampire? That would be awesome to bring vampires into the Godzilla vs. Yeah, because Kong when you have story. Godzilla vs. King Kong, what you need is vampires to just take it up <laughs> to another level. <laughs> oh, no, they turn, turn them all into vampires. Uh, so, continuing on, um, uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody, the... Um, uh, the Queen movie. Oh, my God, Queen! Biopic, thank you. Um, apparently, the movie is really, really incredibly well done. And I've heard a couple sources talking about the lead, Remy Malek, um, being almost a shoo-in for Best Actor uh, for his portrayal of Freddie Mercury. Um, so I wanted to see it before. Now I really want to see it. So i got to try and get out to the theater and check this out. Okay. Is that out now? What? Is that out now? I believe it came out this past weekend. I kind of want to check that out, too. I have to take my wife to see that Bradley Cooper singing movie that I keep forgetting to do. Uh, the one with uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah. She's getting all kinds of Oscar buzz, too, for that role. Yeah. Uh, I heard Bradley Cooper is being talked about best director for that movie, because he directed it as well. Hmm, wow. Bradley, Bradley Coops. You make a musical-oriented movie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the final one this is just kind of a little thing that you guys won't care about but uh, I found this cool JoeBlow.com popped up a news thing on my Facebook the other day um, this movie Night of the Comet uh, is a horror movie uh, from a number of years ago I don't know anything about it I hadn't heard about it up until this point but a girl I graduated from high school with 
um, has been tapped by Orion to write the remake. Okay. Um, and it popped up on my news feed um, from JoeBlow.com. Her name's Roxanne Benjamin. Uh, so I just I thought that was kind of cool. So somebody that I know is is doing some cool things out in Hollywood. That's cool. Yep. All right. Want to move into TV news? We can. Let's do it. So this is a big topic. I see topic number one. This week, Netflix, they canceled Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Which surprised me. Because they're moving forward with Jessica Jones Season 3. Which I don't see how Jessica Jones Season 2 was that much better than Luke or Iron Fist. I mean, I don't especially, know. Especially considering how... Now, I haven't seen Season 2 of Iron Fist yet. But you guys said, or you said, and, and a number of people online have talked about how it was a vast improvement over season one. Yeah, it was better. Um, so I did enjoy Jessica Jones season two. Uh, I actually watched it all the way through. I finished it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really get how that is going to move forward when, when both of these got canceled. Uh, it, is, it is a little surprising. I think they're going to come back as heroes for hire and just be one show. See, everybody thinks that. I don't think it's happening. I, I think that, like, Marvel is trying to get, and Netflix is trying to wean themselves off these Marvel shows because of Marvel streaming coming up. So, I, I, But I feel like they can those two. Daredevil's immensely popular. They're going to keep that. But already the articles are going out of, there's no confirmation on a Daredevil season four. There's no guarantee, like, with it so far. And I, I'm three episodes into Daredevil season three, and it's good. It's it's good again. It's solid. Jessica Jones, I think they already started making, so I think... And they want to keep at least one female-type role. They're big on the female lead stuff right now, so you can't cancel yeah. that. Punisher, they already have the agreement to move forward, so they have to do that. I think after Daredevil... I think this is the last Daredevil, and I think the other ones are going to eventually go away, and then there won't be any more. And then they'll pop they up... Six. Plan for them. They could be that Dark Avengers that mentioned yeah i could see them popping up once disney streaming service is up i could see a heroes for hire on there mm-hmm. with all the I don't think characters are going away i think the shows are going away uh, yeah i think the shows are going away and i think the characters are going to be a while before they pop up in another show i don't think you're i think the netflix stuff will be going away entirely mm-hmm. you might have some different stuff moving forward I'll tell you what, if all this Marvel stuff gets off of Netflix and, you know, the DC stuff is leaving Netflix for the DC streaming service, uh, there's not going to be a whole heck of a lot for me out on Netflix anymore. Well, that's why there's that's why you have to remember that they went and bought all that Mark Millar property and that they're starting all this like they're they're buying up original content because that's they're, that's what they're getting ready for. Instead of yeah. having instead of having Daredevil and Luke Cage and all that out there, you're gonna have what Brock? What's some of the his Millar stuff? Nemesis, uh, and oh. and su- Superior and Kick Ass and different. Oh, there's a ton. There's a ton. You're gonna have his whole world out there in Netflix style shows. How they have whether they're gonna be as popular, I don't know. But they they bought all that Millar universe stuff. Definitely going to move forward with other stuff because they're they're trying to lock down other things. I heard that they're even talking to McFarlane about possible Spawn type spinoff stuff on Netflix. You know, 
They're they're looking. They're getting ready. They must know the writings on the wall that Marvel wants to yank a lot of that shit. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that these other things are a lot cheaper for them to yeah. buy licenses for and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're they're definitely investing in um, original programming. Uh, I can't remember what the number is, but it's it's big. Um, yeah, because it looks like most of the network TV and stuff is going to Hulu now instead of Netflix. Yeah. Uh, looks like um, like almost $8 billion they're pumping into original content um, over the next couple of years. Yeah, and I guess last month even their new subscribers were up. So they're getting people subscribing still. They probably thought Stranger Things was coming back in October like normally. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what else we got in the TV land? We got uh, Arrowverse stuff. Yeah, just a lot of a lot of photos. Looks like they're doing Elseworlds. Uh, Well, we know they're doing Elseworlds. They've kind of announced that now. Uh, We're gonna get to see. Looks like we're gonna get to see the Kent Farm in Smallville. Um, Black suited Superman. Stephen Amell is the Flash. Barry Allen as Green Arrow. Yeah. Um, Barry and uh, and Oliver apparently are going to be the Trigger Twins for some of the episode. Um, yeah, it, it's just uh, to be honest with you, it's like on my nerves. It's like too much. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm really down on the whole CW Arrowverse stuff. Arrow has stunk this year. Flash has stunk this year. I'm I'm okay with Flash. Arrow, I'm not thrilled with, but Flash is is Ugh, all right. Flash is so obnoxious to me with that um, dumb daughter of his from the future, and it's just I don't I don't know. I think these shows are running their course with me. Supergirl's been okay. I know you're not even watching. No, that I don't. I as soon as I record it, I delete it. I record <laughs> it so I don't miss the Elseworld the Elseworld crossover. The rest of it, I want no part of that stupid show. That, has Superman been on at all? Uh, not yet this season. Supergirl annoys me because all they use that show is just for a political outlet to get their agenda across. That's all they do in that show. Everything's political on that show now. Everything's illegal aliens and pol- politics. That's all they want to... It's all Greg Berlanti does on that show is shove that shit into you. I want cartoon. I want Supergirl. I want fantasy. I don't want to have to tune in and go, oh, this relates to this political yeah. thing. Yeah, this episode was the episode with um, the transgender character and mm-hmm. a transgender actress playing the character. Well, what was, was the character? A superhero type thing, or just a, was it an alien? No, no. Her name is Naya Nall, um, who I think has I think that character's in the comics, um, but uh, she's a right now anyway. She's an intern at the Daily Planet. Um, with Kara as her mentor. Okay. All right. Supergirl. Uh, I haven't watched uh, Black Lightning at all. I, yeah, I haven't watched Black Lightning either. Yeah. Oh, the clip um, fun. I've heard some... I've heard that the new, uh, as you predicted, uh, the Charmed reboot is pretty terrible. Is it? Uh, <laughs> from what I've heard. I haven't watched it, but I've heard it's pretty terrible. Yeah, I mean, it looks poorly done. So yeah, nobody wants to see remakes of that. You know what I mean? Like that's an established fan base. If you want to keep it going, you got to continue the story. 
you got to add components onto it. You don't want to just reboot it. It it it's not old enough for me, I think, to be rebooted. You know what I mean? Yeah, twelve years ago. Twelve years ago, you still have active fans who like have web pages and Wikipedia sites and fandom stuff and do fan art. They're diehard for that. And you're like, ah, fuck all that stuff. It's rebooted. You're like, no, I don't want. I don't want this rebooted. Yeah. Well, and I, I was reading an article today. Apparently, um, Shannon Doherty and Alyssa Milano, and I can't remember the act, the other actress's name. Um, you know, oh, they've come out. Thank you. They've yeah. they've come out and not been directly negative about it, but have talked about. Apparently, the tagline for the show is something about um, uh, a, a fierce, fun new turn on or reimagining with a feminist thing and the three actresses are like what the fuck are you talking about like how how is this when when you move forward with a show when the three actresses are only 12 years out of doing a show and you don't include them at all and they you know we could all be continuing to do this show how can you say this is a new like feminist thing when you're completely blowing away the feminists that started it. Yeah, they they were doing feminist stuff back then. There were three women starring in a show, which yeah, really wasn't yeah. all that popular back then. Yeah, uh-uh. it, it's just dumb. It's it's stupid, and that's what they're gonna do with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and it's gonna crash too, because that yeah. all, that fan base is too passionate, too way too into it to just not tie it in. If they were smart, you bring back Sarah Michelle Gellar, and she's the Watcher type mentor to a new slayer you could have that new girl be anything you want it could be a guy it could be a girl it could be black white chinese doesn't matter but you have to have sarah michelle geller in that in that role it's got to be connected to the buffy universe it doesn't yeah. matter what you want to revision it as i know they want to revision it as an african-american actress fine but you got to make it part of the buffy world if you start it over no one's gonna want to watch it no one yeah no yeah, it's it's not gonna work, and I will be surprised if they don't have some kind of a tie-in because I think Joss Whedon knows that and knows the passionate fan base, and and I, I I'm hopeful that he's not gonna screw it up. Yeah, yeah, we will see. All right, so speaking of remakes, how the uh, or uh, reimagining how the Connors do. Um. So. It's it, the the first episode was thirty five percent ratings down from the 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 first part of the the, the one with Roseanne. Yeah. Um. And then from the first episode to the second episode, there was an, another twenty five percent drop in viewership. <laughs> so basically, what that says is people tuned into the Connors to see how they were going to kill Roseanne off. When they saw how they killed her off. They didn't care to come back for the second episode. Now it's 50... That's what we predicted on our show. Yeah. <laughs> now it's 50% down from what it used to be. 55. Well, no, it was, it was 25% week to week. So it was down 35%, and then what it had the second week, it was down 25% from the first week. All right. So, yeah, so, uh, not, not looking good. Not looking good. Yeah, well, you know, we called that. No one wants to watch that shit. Yeah. Uh, what else we got in the TV world? Walking Dead, speaking of ratings down. Its ratings are down all-time low. Yep, all-time low and dropping every week. Uh, I think uh, Rick I think Rick is done in either this coming weekend or next weekend. Okay. Uh, is, is his character's exit. Are you watching it, bro? 
I am. It's actually not bad this year. Really? There's been a lot going on, which is a uh, vast difference from most seasons of Walking Dead. But I've enjoyed it so far. Two seasons too late for me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No one cares anymore. I've said this a million times, though. Like, whenever you have a show, talk about the show, after the show, you know you're just putting too much into it. Yeah, it's too much. Too much. Well, then they did the spinoff that was terrible. Um, it's milk. It's milk in the tit. That's all it is. Milking it, Walking Dead tit for as long as you can get. Milking it, milking yeah. it, milking it, milking it, and then it's just gonna run dry on you. Mm-hmm. Oh, so well. the next thing we got um, the Star Wars live action TV series. Uh, that's coming to the streaming service they announced i think a week or two ago uh it's going to be called the mandalorian Mm. uh and it's going to be kind of a like a gunslinger type uh type show following one uh mandalorian warrior um set between episode three and episode four okay this is called uh we couldn't use boba fett so we'll use someone that looks exactly like boba fett to try and get all the star wars people excited yeah, there's millions of people that look exactly like Boba Fett in that universe. Yeah. yeah. It's just all, it's just Boba Fett looking. You don't have, it doesn't have to be Boba Fett. It'll be uh, something else. But I, it, it might be good. I'm all right with a show like that. It's non-force related I'll, stuff. I'll watch it. If it's anything like the Bounty Hunter video game that came out after episode two. Yeah. It'll be amazing. Yeah. I mean, everyone, let's face it, it's not like Boba Fett himself that people like. People love Mandalorian armor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People love Mandalorian backpacks, grappling things, rockets. That's what they like. No one really gives a shit about Boba Fett underneath there because they love Mandalorian armor. Yeah, and it depends on how they go with this. If it is just... If he is just kind of a lone guy out there, then they may not get into any of the Mandalorian lore. But... Um, you know, if they if they have him connected to the whole Mandalorian lore, this guy could end up with one of the dark sabers, which would be cool. Yeah, I remember in Clone Wars, I liked uh, I loved both until I met Pre Vizsla in the Clone Wars, and I thought he was awesome. He had the black yeah. saber, and he you know he had the cool slick back, evil looking blonde hair. He was a cool <laughs> Mandalorian. His armor was way newer and cooler looking than <laughs> shitty Boba Fett's outfit. I was like, yeah, this guy's the man. Fuck Boba Fett. Even Jango Fett had cooler looking armor than Boa. This is true. This is true. Yeah, good. Maybe it'll work out. You got any other TV stuff? Uh, just the the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Apparently, they were so happy with season one, they're already starting to film season two. Oh. So I, I don't even. Is it even out on Netflix yet? No, I think it comes out the twenty eighth, maybe. Okay. I think that's the date. It's 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 soon. It's coming up. I watched the trailer again today. It looks good. Yeah, I think I'm gonna check it out. It's it's got a much more horror vibe to it, um, suspenseful vibe. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll check it out. See what it's like. Cool. All right. There you go. Want to get in some toy news? Toy. Toy news. Go ahead. What do you got? Justin got some stuff. Maybe Brock has some stuff. Yeah, Brock added. Uh, I sent this to him too, and I think Brock, you added a couple of these things, didn't you? All right. Uh, so the one thing I'm excited about um, 
few weeks ago, I saw, I don't know if something Travis posted or anyway, there's a, a, a Walgreens exclusive pop vinyl coming out of the scene from Avengers 1 when Hulk uh, grabs Loki by the leg and smashes him on the ground and calls him a puny god. Uh, and uh, Brock pinged me yesterday, I think you, you did, or maybe it was this morning, and said that it was uh, had been seen on the West Coast. So I went out and took a look, and uh, the Walgreens I have near me didn't have it, but they don't have a truck coming in until tomorrow and Saturday. So I'll be back to Walgreens this weekend looking for it. They're pretty good with their exclusives where they actually – get a bunch of them so hopefully you'll be able to find it pretty easily and i have about 15 walgreens within 20 miles of me so <laughs> keep not out too all right well i'll keep you posted if i head out and i find it sounds good it's a really cool looking pop though all right what do you got next what else, what else we got you got um fortnite figures coming to mcfarland yeah. toys yeah i put that out there um they're coming out uh, late November, just in time for Christmas. They're 7-inch scale figures, so they're bigger than most action figures. They're going to have 18 points of articulation each, and they're retailing for 25 bucks. So that's okay. a pretty good price point for something like that. I'm not into Fortnite, but i got to admit, the character design is pretty awesome on most of the characters in that game. They're, uh, they're doing five to start, the Black Knight, Raptor, Skull Trooper, Cuddle Team Leader, and then they're doing the Smashing Rainbow Smash Harvest replica. I don't know what that is. There's no picture of that one yet. But they're available at GameStop right now for pre-order, and they're $24.99. Come out at the end of uh, November. Do you buy one? I'm not buying any of them, but I think you should buy them all for Alex. Um, Alex just wants the Drift character. Because that's who he's going as for Halloween. The Drift skin. Whatever he calls ah. it. He wears like the bunny mask. What is it? He wears like a rabbit, white rabbit mask. And he has like a red hoodie and black stuff on. Yeah. I don't think they're doing him yet. Yeah, I don't see him. I had to make this outfit for him for Halloween. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get creative. So what's this on here I see about a Dungeons & Dragons statue set? What's that? I put that on here just for you. Okay. Because the only person that thinks the Dungeons & Dragons cartoon was cool. Oh, it's that then. It's not the game. It's the no, cartoon. It's, yeah, it's the old school 1983 cartoon series. There's seven statues that range from price from $59.99 to $109.99. Okay. They're coming out starting in July, and they're doing all the kids, and they look good. They're made by Iron Studios. They're one-tenth scale, so they're about seven inches tall as well. Okay, give me the good news. Come on. <laughs> well, they're doing not everybody but your boy, Venger. Come on! <laughs> Are you kidding me? They're doing all the kids but not Venger? Dungeon Master, Diana the Acrobat, Eric the Cavalier, Hank the Ranger, Sheila the Thief, Presto the Magician, and Bar Bobby the Barbarian. I don't want him. No Avenger at all. I'm going to buy him so I can fucking smash him. That's the only thing I'm going to do with him. That's bullshit. The best statues, nobody wants a statue of Bobby or Presto. They stink. Everybody, I would, I would pay $109 for Avenger statue on his horse. 
or Tiamat the Dragon, I would definitely buy that shit. That would be awesome to have downstairs. That's, that makes me mad. Maybe they'll make a second series. <laughs> oh, that's bullshit. That's exactly what's Not one character in that lineup is cool because the kids sucked. They were all bad. Dungeon Master stinks. That was the one show where I always cheered for the bad guys. Always cheered for them. I'd be like, why doesn't Venture kill these kids already and just go take over the world? Because he's awesome. Don, I, I found you a Venture statue, though. Did you? Uh, by uh, Pop Culture Shock. It's only four ninety nine ninety nine. No. <laughs> All right, buy it for me. Make a podcast show where you buy it for me. Like we got Ken the Glove. I get a Avenger statue, and I get, and then find me Tiamat the dragon, because that's my favorite dragon. Oh man! And the source of my Hasbro movie <laughs> universe top. There's probably a Dungeons and Dragons miniature for Tiamat. You think so? For like the the tabletop game. I'm yeah, but imagine. it's probably the 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 game version, not the cartoon version. Yeah. Which stinks. <laughs> Alright, fuck those statues is what I have to say. Alright, I got the reaction I wanted. I know. Okay, so my last toy news is uh, Micro Brawlers is now going to be like a, a retail line. And sit there. I guess I should explain what they are. This is more for Ken, but he's not here. Those are those Micro WWE Brawlers. figures, right? They're, they're indie guys. Okay. They're made to look like the Funko Mystery Minis that they released for WWE figures. Okay. So it only be available in that monthly subscription box, the Pro Wrestling Crate. But you would get just a random one every month. You never all the same, but there is like a theme that went with the box. Yeah. Now they have a full bunch that they just dropped out. And, you know, they, you, you can buy them on ProWrestlingTees.com, Ring of Honor is selling them, the wrestlers are selling them themselves. But they just released at least, I think, 20 of them. And they they really, like, they did Bernard the Business Bear from the Being the Elite series. Yeah. And uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and this whole dragon get up. They did a Vicky Guerrero. Okay. Horn Swap. So they're just, they're all over the place. They retail for about 10 bucks. Okay. Kind of that kind of figure, but... They're neat. All right. That was more for Ken, but he's not here. I'm still reeling from the disappointing Dungeons and Dragon news. <laughs> but you set me up. I did. You set me up. Um, I don't have any comic book news. I haven't bought comics in a week or so, so I'm a little bit behind. Nothing major going on there. I think there's some black label books scheduled to come out here um, in the next month, which will be cool. Looking forward to those. Have to do a special episode of DB's Comic Talk. Yep, especially yeah. when Three Jokers comes out. we got to break that one down. That one's going to be crazy. When does that do? That's not until next year. Yeah. The next one coming okay. up is called the, uh, the Unknown History of the DC Universe. It spotlights like characters you've never heard of in different scenarios and stuff. That could be good, too. And then the Wonder Woman one should be good, too. So, we'll see. And now that we're past Batman's penis, you can get into the the good story of Batman Damned. Yeah, but no one's going to care about it. Yeah, no one will care about it because there's no dick in it. 
People lost their mind there. That, that still bothers me, not the reaction that that got. They did. They lost their mind big time. They acted stupid over it. But, you know, what can you do? Uh, video game news. Um, I've been playing the DC Villains Lego game. It's pretty cool. It's nice. I like it. It's well done. Uh, my kids don't really like the open world they have on it. They think it's too small, but it doesn't really bother me. Because they kind of went for the uh, the Marvel uh, Legends or uh, Marvel Superheroes Two format, where all the where they're all connected. You don't have to like teleport to them; it's all connected. So you can drive literally from Gotham to Metropolis to Smallville to Bell Reeve to the Swamp. Oh wow! See, I think that would be better than like I think Dialogue. Yeah, and, like, the cool thing about it is Gotham's down here, like, at the bottom, and it has, like, Bell Reeve, like, where the Suicide Squad is, the swamp, all that, and then you basically get to a mountain, and you have to take, like, a trolley system up top, and it stops raining, and then it's nice and sunny up there, and it's Metropolis. You could fly up <laughs> if you have a flying character, or you have to take the car or take a plane, and then up there, it's nice, and then there's, like, um, Star Labs is up there, uh... Smallville, Smallville Airfield, all that stuff like that. Uh, you know, so it's all the cool stuff. That's not bad. I like it. It's all right. The characters are cool. A lot. Of, I assume there's going to be a pretty a lot of good DLCs downloads for it too. And the boards are really long, which is nice. You can play it for a while. You know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the best thing about it is the when you create your villain. Like I, so I I, I had to start over on mine because I screwed something up. So I started over, I created the Red Skull. And I made him with like the red face, the outfit, and the, even they haven't like I have like a Nazi type symbol thing that has like a thing on it. I, he looks really it looks just like the Red Skull from the Marvel games. And then when you go to the cutscenes and all that, he's in there. They put your character in there. So when they show you the Legion of Doom sitting around like the Hall of Doom, the Red Skull's sitting there. And then they're like, what's the newbie have to say? And, like, he goes to talk and won't say anything. And they're like, shut up, newbie. You're too new to understand this. And I'm like, it's great. Like, so you throw, I made sure I put a Marvel character and it looks cool. And he's in, they, they incorporate it so no matter what you add to him, he's in all the cutscenes and all the videos. Every time he tries to talk, though, they, get, they cut him off. That's funny. They're like, carry our weapons. And he's carrying all the weapons. We're all walking out of the room, you know, doing things like that. It's pretty neat. The creative character is... It's amazing. It's a, it's really well done. You've been playing a wrestling game, Rob? I haven't had a chance this week. I played it a, played it a lot the, the weekend it came out, but I haven't touched it since. Just been too busy. Yeah. I've had fun with it, though, and I've played. So let's talk about the depressing wrestling news that came out this week. Very, very sad, very tragic news, I felt. Mm-hmm. Roman, yeah, Roman Reigns diagnosed with uh, leukemia, second time around. Um, Going to be gone for a while. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even beyond that, it's worrying about if he's going to even survive it. Because yeah. it's uh, supposed to be pretty aggressive, pretty severe, and it's the second time ha- having it. But, you know, he's a strong guy, takes care of himself. I don't even care about him coming back. I just hope he... I just pray to God he doesn't die. He has two little kids. Seems like a good dude. And, you know... It was shocking. It was really shocking. Uh, I did not see that coming. Not at all. When I, I was actually... I didn't see it broken anywhere. Like, I don't know if you caught the news somewhere else and then tuned in to watch it. Were you watching it live? 
Yeah, I saw I saw it on TV. Whatever. Yeah. You know. I had it on. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, what's he? What's he? First, I was like, "All right, what are they trying now to get him over with the crowd?" And he's like, "My name's Joe." And I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna." And then he and then he says that, and that crowd like was like dead. Then it like ended that. Like they were booing him and doing their usual stuff. Then it was like, "Oh, this is real. This is real." Oh shit! It just got mm-hmm. real around here. Um, it's crazy. And, and yet. Like, I was looking at comments on some of the sites, and people still are like, oh, this is just WWE making this up, and, like, they're just trying to get him over. Well, they especially felt that way when the show ended. Um, His two partners win the tag team championships, and then Dean Ambrose turns on Seth Rollins. So people were like, this is a work. Or then they were like, this is poor taste. And I'm like, let me say this. That was the biggest shocker heel turn that I've ever seen other than Hulk Hogan turning on, turning and joining the NWO. I never saw that coming that night. I thought I saw it coming before. I never saw that coming that night. What do you think? I didn't think there was... I saw it coming, but not... I thought for sure it wasn't going to happen then. I, totally. That was in a feel-good moment. They beat the bad guys, got the belts. Yeah. Especially after how many people turn after you win the belts. Usually it's after you lose and you're frustrated. Right. And, and then, okay. yeah, and that's why I think it's brilliant. People are like, you know, and I'm like, let me just say from the get-go, Roman Reigns was okay with that. Roman Reigns was not like, don't do that on my goodbye episode. That's not the kind of guy that that guy is. You no. know, you know, he's totally like, go out and kill it, man. Have, you know, have fun with it. Like, you know, you know he doesn't care. And everybody that complains that they're too predictable, it's like, how is that? That's not predictable. Like, why are you mad at that? I'm shocked that they did it. I don't think it's in poor taste because I, I, I think it was pretty obvious that's where they were going with the storyline anyway. Yeah, and they kind of went away from it like he was over it. Mm-hmm. They just sped it up because eh, the shield dissolved now because we lost the main guy yeah. from it. So I thought it was so brilliant. And it, not only did he turn him, but he beat the hell out of him and was like <laughs> lost his mind. I was like, this is, people were like booing. I was like, this is great. You talk about instant mega heel heat. Like, my God. It, it ended up cutting the crowd, Mike, because it was so bad. Oh, that's, <laughs> you can't buy heel heat like that. I mean, that is just brilliant, the heel heat. And it's about time we get evil Dean Ambrose, who's a total son of a bitch. Like, that's where, they, that's where we've wanted for so long. Remember when Rollins turned, we were like, you turned the wrong guy. Like, yeah. like what, did they, what did they do that for? You turned the wrong guy. This is great. It was well done. I will say this about Roman Reigns. After watching, did you watch the backstage video where it shows you, like, Strowman yeah. hugging him and all those guys, and Braun Strowman has, like, tears in his eyes, and, you know, they're all, like, telling him stuff? And then I went on Twitter and I read all the superstars that said stuff about him. I mean, you have Kevin Owens, who's like, you know, a tough guy. Kevin Owens on Twitter never really acts any different. And what he say? I learned so much from this guy. This guy's my brother. I love this guy. I can't wait to wrestle him again. I mean, I saw Kyle Riley from the Undisputed Era, who was a big ROH guy, say, Roman's the man. He's the leader. That, he's, our, he's our leader. He's the guy. Uh, he's a great worker. Like the praise from the other superstars, I think proves my point. Why I've been saying all along, this is why he's Vince's favorite. This is why, because of the respect he has in the locker room. Even Kenny Omega chimed in. I don't know if you saw his. No, what he's saying. He's 
respect from the other side of the world, you got a brother over here fighting with you, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It was like hashtag Roman or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they were so all... even got promotions or yeah. I saw like uh, um, Cody Rhodes say stuff. A lot of guys. I didn't see one person like, and and people were like, "Well, what do you want him to say?" I'm like, they could easily said nothing at all, or they could have just said thoughts and prayers with you. But you know, guys like mm-hmm. Baron Corbin, who's a stubborn dude, he's like. This is one of the toughest dudes I know. One of the hardest working guys I know. Like, multiple... He was crying in that backstage video. Yeah, before. you know. Guys like Sami Zayn saying, uh, this is the our leader. This is our guy. Uh, he's done so much for us. You know, like, it, it's, it's, it's... I think it just shows these fans who, like, boo him is like, why is he a top guy with Vince? Well, this is why. Because not everybody can carry that... Undertaker-like respect in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of them have that. You, you know how it is back there. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. And he, he has that. He is like has that locker room. You know, you can see the love pouring out for there. You know, it's a devastating mm-hmm. loss for them. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're listening, Roman, we're, we're thinking about you. We want you to get well. Yeah. Hang in there. Yeah, just get better for forget the forget wrestling. Get better for your kids and your yeah. wife. That's work family. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Uh, now with that sure. t- title being vacant, God, I hope they just don't give it back to Brock Lesnar. Uh, I'm kind of afraid that's where it's gonna go. I'm afraid with that too, but I mean, this is the time when like when you lose a main top talent like that. This is the time for other guys to really step up. Well, they turned uh, Elias' face. It looks like they did. That was that was uh, that was notable because with Owens gone, you know, and and Rowan gone, now you lose two big guys. You know, uh-huh. we always talk about the the pack roster, and then this stuff happens, and you're like, wow, right. spots are open. You know, spots are open, and you got to step up. Don't just slap it on Lesnar though. Like. Let Strowman have that belt and see what he can do as a top guy. Because they turned him face right away. He's back to being good again. He's just a good guy again. They turned him in one, in an hour. They turned him good. He was like, the, uh, he beat up the bad guys and he was just good in an hour. Like, oh, Brown Strowman's back to being a good guy again. That was quick. You know, he's the new big guy. I kind of have a feeling Drew McIntyre is going to end up with that title sooner rather than later. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. I like Drew. They'd be okay with that. How about all this Crown Jewel stuff going on? They decided they're going to go. I'm actually kind of surprised they are with all, all the other major corporations not doing much with Saudi Arabia right now. Yeah. But I see their side, too, that that's millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. That they as a business. Tickets yeah. are already sold. They'd have to refund all those people. I mean, yeah. it would just be a, a PR nightmare. So how do, how do you feel about them making talent go there if they don't want to go there? I see. I think it should be optional, but I mean, because Daniel Bryan and John Cena are not going. Yeah, they're losing a big payday too. Well, Daniel Bryan's supposed to be wrestling the ta- for the title at Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. So if a guy refuses to go, do you take him out of the title hunt? I I would think so. If you're like, you're not going to go wrestle for your... Because I kind of felt he was scheduled to win the belt there. I, I, I thought that too, because the way they've been building that. Yeah. They're putting the feud together, not just, you know, it's not just going to be a match. And 
like one of those dream match kind of scenarios. Yeah, it's, it's, for, the, it's for the title. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and they're setting a feud between them, too, with like the tag matches where they've yeah. you know, done stuff. I mean, I think the I think the Undertaker and Kane and Triple H DX they're all going. I don't know if Cena was ever scheduled for anything to begin with for that. This is that World Cup. Oh, he is in the World Cup. That's right. So he's not going to go. That's weird for him not to say he's going to go because he's Mister Corporate. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how I would handle that if I was in charge. It's a tough. That's one. a tough, tough situation to be in. I mean, I think for your your own safety, you're probably going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be extra cautious right now, too. Yeah, you're going to be fine. This just comes down to a moral thing where you're not happy with the Saudi government. Yeah, do you want to support them? The right. the thing that the thing that I read today that people were surprised that Vince is going to move forward um, because our government is you know has come out so strongly against doing anything with Saudi Arabia, and his wife is secretary of small business for mm-hmm. the administration. So, but yeah, it's contradiction. Yeah, it's 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 a tough it's tough. I mean, I just I don't know what I would do if I was forced to make that decision. Yeah. Well, before that happens, you have the all female pay per view happening this Sunday. Evolution. Are you? I ex- heard they're going to have a uh, NXT UK title match for the for their women's title. Oh, really? But then they give away like the next. The next three weeks of their programming for that show. <laughs> for that to happen. For that to happen because they have they had a tournament where Rhea Ripley won the title, but it hasn't aired yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that they're letting uh, the women NXT women fight for the title. Kyrie Zane's going to fight Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. I would love for the WWE to take Shayna Baszler. And have her come up and be like the Bella's hired hit gun and beat the shit out of Ronda Rousey. That would yeah. be like perfect. Because I think Shayna Baszler is great. Like Ronda Rousey I think stinks. And, and her, I think her wrestling is so awful in the ring. And, and her Shayna Baszler is such a badass. She just fits that role as like I'm not trying to be pretty. I'm not wearing makeup to the ring like Ronda is. She just comes down and like fucking hurts people. <laughs> Do you see she mm-hmm. fought on NXT? Uh, they had Adam Cole's girlfriend on. Oh, they did. Yeah, Britt Baker was there, and uh, Baszler like broke her arm, made her cry. <laughs> huh. She was. I would probably sign her soon. Sign who? Britt Baker. Yeah. Yeah, they're bringing all those girls in. They're bringing Chelsea Green in, right? Yeah. And they're like real life best friends and everything. And Adam Cole's there already. Yeah, it's Adam so. Cole's girlfriend. He's gonna get her over there. She's already been on a couple times. Mm-hmm. I think you could bring. I think they need to bring Baszler up to the main roster. I think you need more heavy heels like that. There's a lot of girls on that main roster that stink. Oh yeah. I mean, I think at, you're at the point where you could get rid of Alicia Fox, and and and, and some of these ones they stink. Who's going to be in uh, the corner of uh, Ginger Mahal when he's fighting in the hour then? That's true. Over and over. Every week. That's an every week occurrence. Well, this week he fought Bobby Lashley and beat him, Balor. He rolled him up. Yeah. He's being elevated, I think, because of the losses they've... Well, he deserves it. Up. He should be. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. The women's pay-per-view, it'll be interesting to see if they can carry a three-hour show. Yeah. I'll probably watch it. I'll probably be doing other things while watching it. But... Yeah. Watch the women's battle royal and all that stuff. I want to start up... Battle royal. What's that? That's not much of a battle royal. They only announced like 15 people in it. Yeah. I'm sure they'll have some surprises. Some old divas. Yeah. Is Michael Cole going to announce it or are they going to have an all-women's announced team? I think it's an all-women announced team. Who are they going to have? I think uh, Renee Young and Beth Phoenix, I believe. Oh, maybe Charlie Caruso. I think she's probably going to do the backstage stuff. Yeah. That'll be good. Did you watch NXT last night? No, I'm pretty far behind on NXT. I read what happened, though. Johnny Gargano is the guy that attacked Aleister Black. Yeah. I tell you you what, Aleister Black, when he came back last night, he was kicking people so hard in the face, like those security guard guys. Like, I'm like, man, these guys are taking some serious bumps for, like, backstage fake security. You know, like, they were standing outside the ring and were like, Aleister, you can't come in. And he does that spin kick. It was like whacking him in the face, sending him flying. I'm like, holy shit for like <laughs> being an extra. These guys are taking some hard falls. It was really funny. The dude, he plastered into the door well, doorway to get into the place. It was pretty good. Yeah. NXT's great. Uh, NXT uh, is so good anymore. Bobby Fish came back. That's good. Yeah, he's healthy. It's good. NXT's way better than Raw and SmackDown, at least I think. <laughs> I could do without watching SmackDown. But there you go. Some wrestling for you. Even Justin had some comments on the wrestling stuff. Yeah, for once. Alright, so final Halloween topic. Ready? Yep. Best thing to get in your Halloween thing as a kid and the worst thing to get. Justin, go. Um, Reese's Cups. They're like the full-size full Reese's size. Cup. Okay. That's the best. Um, the worst thing I ever got, uh, I think, was a little, like, school pack. It was like a pencil and an eraser and, like, some other stupid school thing. Okay. Brock? I agree with Justin on the uh, peanut butter cups. Okay. Those are the best. The worst candy you get you can get are those dot things. They're called dots. Ah, yeah, yeah. All they do is stick to every part of your mouth. And they don't even taste good. Yeah. So there's, they're not even worth the effort. The dots are the worst candy ever. Get rid of it. For me, it was a full-size uh, Three Musketeer. So that was my yeah. favorite as a kid. The worst was when people put a fucking apple in your bag. Because <laughs> they're heavy. Yeah. It weighs down. It takes up too much space. And they would and reach out and be like, them. blomp. And then I'd be like, did you just put an apple in here? Like, like I'm throwing it in the yard. I don't want this apple. It's Halloween. Apple. That person's an asshole to me. Like, they're trying to say, like, you've got to eat healthy. No kid's going to eat that apple when i got a bag full of candy. Yay, an apple. You know, that, oh, I'm going to punch people who do the apple. Or popcorn Pop balls. The apple. What? Yeah. You like the There's apple? urban legend that people put razor blades Oh, on. yeah, razor blades in your apples because some idiot just takes a bite and bites in the entire apple, cuts his mouth open. How about popcorn balls? Those are pretty bad. Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember getting too many popcorn balls. Yeah, those weren't too good. 
All right, well, there you go. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Hashtag who needs Ken. <laughs> Ratings to the roof. And if you want to hear, please check out, speaking of Ken, check out our Ken and Mindy wedding video that we did last week. It's pretty good. Uh, it's a nice tribute to, the, to them. Um, coming soon, tomorrow, is the tale of Justin falling at the wedding. I haven't finished it yet, but it'll be done soon. And then also check out on YouTube coming this week, right for Halloween, will be our opinion on the scariest movie of all time. So stay tuned for that. And we will see you later. Say goodbye, boys. Later. Night. Later. Go kiss someone's mother for me. Thank you. Good night.